on this week's Wall Street Sweeper, why the Fed may look to throw water on optimistic markets and a case study for lowering taxes and retirement. Welcome in to the Wall Street Sweeper. This is the only industry that I know of where you can actually pay more to get something worse. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. They might have gotten one of those reports that you know they hit enter on and it says you're probably going to be okay, but if you're not, it's not our fault. And now, the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Welcome. Russ Hackman is the Wall Street Sweeper. This is the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman, who is president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Uh, Russ is a fiduciary, a chartered financial analyst. And if you're near retirement or in your financial life, if you feel like, hey, I need direction, that is where Russ comes in. Uh, So much experience you bring to the table, Russ, not only in in planning, but also in your years on Wall Street. Uh, Indeed, it was. (laughs) It's a colorful number of years in the 90s and the uh, oh 2000s. I was even on one of the trading floors in the late 80s, so uh, belying my age there. Uh, Back you- when they used to carry p- pieces of paper from one side of the floor <laughs> to the other. It always looks like just uh, not organized chaos, but I guess there's some organization to that. Well, that's all. Those trading floors are almost gone, you know. It's now just really? computer-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah electronic. So trading that's a shame another thing of life gone well you know speaking of that and i'll just mention that russ uh, is i mentioned president of hackman wealth partners also 25 years experience as a financial advisor and and focusing on navigating retirement amid volatile markets uh, four offices around boston and russ since you did from your we tap into your experience on wall street to open up the show every week uh we're still relatively early into 2023 but it seems to be a little okay a little better maybe a little more okay yes seems like a reasonably you know what kind of take what we can get dave it's been a you know reasonably constructive start to the year with you know most of the major indices up around five percent or so some of the um you know data has been coming in relatively uh benignly and that's been helping out but you know we're still getting a lot of ups and downs and you know as i was sort of alluding to in the intro you know, I, I definitely think it is it is premature. You know, we got a lot of things to not to, you know, uh, be talking about the sky is falling. But I think there's a lot to be concerned about mm-hmm. still the political environment, the tax environment, you know, the Fed really saying, hey, hey, listen to us. If the market, the, the Fed's basically been saying, Dave, hey, if 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 things are going to start getting optimistic around here, you know, we want to keep throwing water, you know, on that. You know, on that party, so to speak. Right. Uh, yeah. So, and, you know, in some ways saying, I mean, literally saying we want unemployment to go up. We want the inflation rate to come down. Uh, we want markets to remain and financial conditions to remain tough. So, you know, that's a tough environment. And indeed, we, you know, we may be looking at a recession later this year. Uh, and it's not to say that, you know, we all need to go hide under our desks, but, you know, we need to be prepared. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you know, my new father-in-law at the time, uh, back in the 90s, uh, we were just having so much fun and he wanted to sleep. So he pulled the plug on the music and the party ended. That That's not what they're trying to do, is it? In some ways, you know, each time that, uh, you know, the markets have, uh, like if you look at last year, Late in the year, each time that the market started to bounce, we saw that the Fed 
It's kind of saying, hey, you guys don't get it. You know, we're going to keep short term interest rates. We're going to take them to five percent or higher. Right. And we're going to yeah. leave them there for a while. We want to see the um, we want to see the economy weaken. Really, we want to see the unemployment rate go up. And in fact, even if you've, you follow the news day to day, Dave, you are seeing there are a lot of layoffs occurring, particularly technology uh, mm-hmm. companies, but but elsewhere. So, um, you know, they may be tipping the Fed over into recession. And while, you know, to some extent, the markets want the Fed, you know, they want interest rates to be low. On the other hand, we don't really want a big recession, obviously. No. So it's a difficult environment out there. Yeah, the markets are uh, still a little skittish, and, and especially in regards to recession and and I guess uh, a little bit cautious about the Fed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I think that, you know, that is right, Dave. So, you know, and and as our regular listeners know, you know, we're not, we do like to talk about the markets because it's interesting, you know, to try to lead, read the tea leaves a little bit. But at the end of the day, our core, you know, recommended planning philosophy for listeners and for clients is to have a strategy that really can sustain whatever comes at you. And the thinking is, you know, whether you're 40 or 80, you know, if you look over a long-term time horizon, there's almost always one of these, what we call cat five storm comes along. And so we're all about planning for, you know, we wanna make sure our finances are sort of made out of concrete. They're not the house made of hay, or I may be mixing analogies here, Dave, but <laughs> uh, that's the kind of planning we like to do. And we do like to offer folks uh, the opportunity to uh, give us a call, come in for a complimentary review of your plans, review of your finances, review of your statements. We'll talk about tax exposure, market exposure, things that might have gone better uh, last year, ways to improve going forward. Dave, let's go ahead and offer that opportunity to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. Let's do it. And if it's three little pigs, you want your house definitely made of brick. 617-299-7676. 617-299-7676 to schedule with Russ. Coming up, Russ helps a couple lower their taxes and lower the volatility of their portfolio. We're back with the Wall Street sweeper, Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. In our weekly get-together, I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins, and we open up, as we always do, with the Wall Street looking at this week and where we're going so far in the year. And I, what I love about this show is that Russ gives us things to think about every week, and he also shares stories of uh, couples, particularly, that he's worked with. And it gives us that I think the good feeling of, hey, it's possible. It was possible for them. It's certainly possible for us. And Russ, also, we love the David and Goliath stories when it comes to reducing taxes, how you help people do (laughs) that. Yeah, right. I like that, David versus, you know, definitely the IRS is for sure Goliath, right? <laughs> right. That's a good analogy, Dave. <laughs> uh, and we love to hear when it comes out that you help people save money. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you know, it's a part of financial planning that is often left out. I mean, at, if you're a listener, ask yourself, you know, what kind of tax plan do I have? What kind of plan do I have to pay lower taxes, either lower income taxes lower taxes on my IRA. And if you don't have one, you should have one. Uh, there are there are tools that you can use. And the reality is that a lot of, um, you know, financial advice that you get out there really avoids tax planning for either because it's not in their wheelhouse or because 
you know, particularly bigger firms there, lawyers definitely don't like them talking about taxes. Right. So, um, you know, but that is a big part of, uh, you know, one of the main levers to, to pull that we, uh, you know, that we focus on. And, you know, to your point, Dave, we do like to get into these uh, specific uh, cases. And so I want to give an example of a couple that we started working with last year. Uh, obviously, we work with both couples, single people, divorced, mm-hmm. widowed, you know, and, and um, uh, you know, people of all stripes. And, um, uh, you know, each, each situation is different. You know, as you know, Dave, uh, you know, we do very tailored financial planning. And we also, um, you know, we view the element of partnership that, you know, and I think everyone should have a, a real partnership with their financial advisor, who that is. So, um in this specific example was a couple that called us uh, listeners that uh, in their mid 60s, you know, he'd really been working. She'd been a teacher. He'd been working for a very long time uh, in a in a successful contracting business, but like commercial contracting. So like big okay. time buildings where he was doing HVAC and other things like that. And it's a tough business where he had a lot of people working for him, dealing with construction and uh, for decades and really managed to, you know, as he came to retirement, basically sell his business for a significant amount of money, you know, multiple uh, seven figures. Um, it really had never had a lot of liquidity and um, you know, basically turned over most of what he earned to one of the big box broker dealers, you know, who he trusted to do the right thing. And, you know, what what had happened and the reason that he called in is he said this is sort of towards the end of last year. He said, listen, like they put my money in a bunch of mutual funds. I'm not a finance guy. I don't really know what all this stuff Mm -hmm. is, but a lot of it's just going down. I don't have anything that's, you know, zagging when everything else is zigging. Right. Right. Everything's going in the in the wrong direction. You know that's generally not a good sign. A you should have some things. You got yeah. You should have th- some things. You know, performing decently when others are not, or mm-hmm. at least holding firm. And so, in his case, you know, we sat down, we looked at this big portfolio of funds that uh, this big box firm had put him in. He was over D- Dave. He was down over thirty percent in some of these funds. Wow. Even his bond funds were down 15 to 20 percent. And even to add insult to injury, we're talking about taxes. Some of those funds that were down were also making so-called capital gains distributions, meaning, hey, your value of investments down, but we're somehow we're triggering taxes. So you're going to have a tax bill at the end of the year, even though you lost your shirt. Right. Uh, and obviously that that's that is adding insult, insult to, to injury. Injury. Right. <laughs> And to me, that that is borderline, and I think people out there can relate. If you've got a bunch of capital gains distributions, not in your IRAs where it doesn't matter, but in your regular accounts, mm-hmm. even while you're losing money, that's just not good portfolio planning that you know has been done for you. Um, and so because there are very tax-efficient versions of almost any fund that really don't kick off any capital gains distributions – so for them, it was a matter actually of we looked at their funds. Some of them were underperforming, even though they'd ha- they described their risk as moderate, Dave. They'd ended up in some pretty aggressive technology-oriented funds. And, you know, when I said, hey, did you tell them you wanted to take a flyer on some technology funds? I said, what? No. <laughs> right? But, you know, it's just – 
just, um, you know, it's difficult. Sure. You have pages and pages of statements. You know, it's difficult to, you know, know exactly what you have going on. So, you know, we saw they had, you know, too much risk, concentration in technology uh, industry, uh, which is, you know, not a, not a great place to be and probably won't be for a while. Um, as I was mentioning, not in the tax efficient versions of funds that basically would have been an easy switch. So we were actually able to get rid of their old funds, actually trigger a bunch of capital losses. And it worked out well because they had some property where they were had realized some gains. Um, and so kind of cleaning up the portfolio in that way, getting it more tax efficient, uh, getting them out of bond funds and getting them into some uh, different kind of investments that are principal protected where they can't lose more if interest rates go up, but still get some decent upside. And then the last piece of, um, you know, what we did, Dave, was really, even though they had a substantial estate, hadn't really had time to get estate planning in place. And so that's really important, Dave, to, you know, uh, particularly once you've, you know, as you're getting into retirement, it's really easy to put off estate planning. You know, for them, they're pretty well off. There's some pretty smart things that uh, that they can do. And we're, we're able to bring in the right attorney and partner with that attorney to help them get a financial plan or an estate plan that is in line with their overall uh, financial plans. And that and, and so, estate proper estate planning covers not only your legacy, but your wishes, making sure they're granted while you're still alive. That's absolutely right. And there's a there's a lot of smart things that you can do. Uh, and again, some of it is getting ahead of Goliath, so to speak, as yeah. you were alluding to earlier, Dave. So, um, you know, for folks out there, if you're looking at your portfolio, you've gotten a bunch of gains, you're not sure what's in your portfolio, you seem to be lacking a plan, you don't have a tax plan, any of those things, Dave, I'd like to give the opportunity for folks to give us a call and, you know, have that have that reviewed, get a second opinion, get a tax plan, see that everything you have is tax efficient, make a plan to save money on taxes in your IRAs down the road. Let's offer that opportunity, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. 617-299-7676. 617-299-7676. A comprehensive review. Next five at no cost, no obligation. Will you be better or worse off in retirement than your parents or grandparents? When we come back, the results of a survey with some startling facts about planning for retirement. Street Sweeper continues. Russ Hackman sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. And as it applies to, and all the components apply to your financial life, and especially if you're near retirement, Russ is president of Hackman Wealth Partners. And on the radio every week, we have a great conversation, but it's it's all about an educational outreach and really giving you things to think about as it applies to your financial life. Are, I love the question about, uh, are, are we better off than our parents or grandparents? I, I know, Russ, that in many ways that it more falls on us now. The the private sector pensions, the demise of them, right. uh, a lot of the strategies fall on us. We don't have to go it alone. That's the great thing. But we're actually going to look at some data from a uh, recent report from insurance company Agon. And, you know, a lot of this boils down to uh, our longevity. We are, and some stats from this report, we are not yeah. only a graying nation, we are a graying world, Russ. 
I mean, basically the survey here, as you said, Dave, kind of draws out, you know, where people may be behind as it pertains to retirement planning. Mm-hmm. As you said, I mean, some of the statistics are, are, are really interesting. In 1950, there were 205 million people in the world that were over age 60. And in 2017, there were a billion people 60 oh. or older. And by 2050, it's supposed to be 2 billion people. Wow. And then you have, as you're alluding to, Dave, you've got almost everyone being responsible for planning their own retirement, right? So this, you know, this era of sort of lavish pensions that, you know, at least some people had before, and obviously not everybody had, is kind of over. And you're kind of on your own for the most part to figure out. And, you know, you have retirements that, you know, may last until, you know, people, people may have 30 plus years of retirement that and inflation and all the things that can occur during that time, you're virtually certain to have a category five storm over a 30 year retirement. And so, you know, the trend is, is more and more personal responsibility and, you know, such a complicated world, right? Yeah. And in fact, the study was also saying a couple other sort of factoids that were that we might pull out of this is you know only about a quarter of the people that are in sort of their 50s or 60s think they'll be able to achieve you know 70 80 percent of their pre-retirement income so people are you know there's a lot of people thinking and I think we all know people out there that are going to have to work until they drop, right? Well, we're looking at uh, when we retire differently and how we retire. Many people are looking at phased retirement now. Yeah, and we do have, I mean, that's a nice thing to be able to do. We've been able to help some clients transition to part-time. But figuring out when you're able to retire is a really difficult thing to know how long your money will last. Obviously, you can get part of that uh, you know, window on that through getting some good advice. Obviously, healthcare and long-term care are other things that are mentioned in this survey that that people are concerned about, and the, you know the burden of long-term care. Uh, and I talk to people about this all the time. The burden of long-term care, you know, can be so significant, right? And really not right. covered by Medicare or the government. Uh, and that's an important part of planning. That's one of the big six retirement risks that we talk about. Is okay. What if someone needs long-term care? I mean, a nursing home in the Northeast can cost $125,000, a year. Mm-hmm. So, You know, one thing that uh, stood out to me, Russ, in, in from this Aegon survey was <clears throat> only 30% of current and future retirees demonstrated sufficient financial knowledge. And 401ks really came to be in the 80s. So this, we're talking 40 years here. Have we not become savvy enough? Or does it just speak to the fact that we shouldn't try to go it alone? Well, I guess it's a bit of both. But I mean, unfortunately, you think about some of the classes you had in high school or college, you wish one of them was, you know, a financial planning course. Absolutely. Right? I do. <laughs> right? I mean, obviously, I, yeah. I got my fair share of it, but most people don't. And that's a real deficiency in our educational system. But, you know, and I think it, it's it's appropriate to offer folks the opportunity to come in and see us get educated. Folks that come in and see us, they get a complimentary financial plan. We look at tax exposure. We look at, you know, what solutions might there be around long-term care. We look at how do I make sure that if I'm 90, I still have cash flow coming in. 
how do I know which accounts to draw from and when? It's pretty complicated. So please do come in and see us. And uh, Dave, let's give folks the opportunity to get on our calendar to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. It's a great opportunity. Here's how you schedule 617-299-7676, 617-299-7676. Still to come on the show, Russ helps a woman hit the retire button even as markets are bouncing around. the Wall Street sweeper and Russ Hackman, who is president of Hackman Wealth Partners and ready to answer your questions, ready to work with you, roll up your sleeves, both of you and getting you positioned in your financial life and especially if you're near retirement. Russ, uh, well, we do get into listener questions at different points in the show. I do want to mention that if you want to submit a question to Russ, it's easy. The website is hackmanwealth.com, two N's in Hackman hackmanwealth.com and uh, you can submit your question and then if we use it if Russ answers it on the show you get your choice of a $25 Starbucks or Dunkin card let's uh, let's get in one from Meredith and Revere I honestly have no idea if I'm saving enough if not enough or too much I don't include inheritance in my planning because I view that as someone else's money they have the right to spend down completely I'd rather be surprised and grateful than plan on mm-hmm. something I don't receive but uh, right. part of what added to their confusion Confusion, they're saying, is the old adage you should budget 80% of your pre retirement salary in retirement. Now, Meredith is saying that seems high. Uh, she asked this Am I going about this the right way? And can you help me sort things out? Well, yeah, I think, you know, Meredith, just, just, just in terms of, uh, you know, thinking about how much money you need, I think most people, you know, as opposed to having people kind of add up, you know, my electric bill is this, my water bill is that, you know, which is, it's kind of tough to build a budget from that way because yeah. it's hard to take into account, you know, what you spend. But most people have a good view of you kind of look at your bank account before retirement and see, OK, you know, we have X dollars coming in from our paychecks or in any other sources. You know, let's if that's seven thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, nine thousand, well, you know, whatever the numbers are. And, you know, we're either kind of spending that all or. or we're net banking some savings and you can have a pretty good view of how much your budget is. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, you know, that gives you a sense of your budget. And yeah, I I mean, I think people need at least 80% of their, you know, obviously take difference in taxes into account, but you don't want to dramatically change your lifestyle. (laughs) If you're used to spending $7,000 a month, when you retire, you're probably not going to spend much less than $7,000 a month. Mm -hmm. So that's a good way to get a read on it. And then, if you do proper financial planning, and this is for Meredith, and we, we don't have you know a lot of statistics on her age or you know what her savings are, but for Meredith, you got to look at a plan that takes into account your assets, how much longer you have to work, how much you're spending every month. You've got to increase that for inflation. You've got to take into account, you know, navigating the big six retirement risks, Dave. Which, you know, the biggest elements of the big six retirement risks are. And the biggest risk, really, for most people, you know, the question is, if I'm 90 and I'm still blessed enough to be on this right. earth, you know, where's my money coming from? Longevity in right? many ways, yeah. Right? That's the big and one. And then, you know, the next element of risk is, and related is market risk and then tax risk and inflation risk. And, you know, the, the list of the risks go, go on. But, you know, I encourage you, Meredith, to... Uh, you know, sit down and, and, and put together a plan that can give you an idea of when you can retire. 
I think we can get Kristen Newton in quickly. Uh, you touched on this last week reviewing Secure Act 2.0. Uh, Chris says, I heard about changes to required minimum distribution ages. What exactly changed and what does it mean for, for planning? Well, um, Required minimum distributions, uh, reminder, that's, you know, when you have to start taking money out of your IRAs or 401ks, whether you like it or not. And that, you know, that age has been moving up gradually to 72. Now it's at 73. And in several years, Dave, it's going to go up to 75. Now, that's a nice thing for people who who don't want to be drawing from their uh, from their tax deferred accounts. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, it is to some extent. Uh, kicking the can down the road and makes your future require min minimum distributions bigger. So, you know, we're, um, you know, we do incorporate into our planning. I do like the idea that postponing RMDs longer gives us more opportunity to do tax planning. And, and that detailed planning is a, is a portion of what we do when people come in and we're a little short on time in this segment, uh, Dave, but let's do go, give folks the opportunity to call in, ask us a question, get your questions answered in person by us, come in and see us get a complimentary plan. We'll also talk about how changes in the RMD requirements give opportunities for additional tax planning. Let's offer that opportunity, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. It's comprehensive. It's about you. 617-299-7676. 617-299-7676. Coming up, Russ helps a lady retire from a crazy job in the middle of volatile markets. Street Sweeper continues. It's all about sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Russ Hackman is all about giving you a clear picture of your financial life. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Uh, Russ, you've got my interest up here uh, and my curiosity because I know we're going to talk about, we, we, we met, you mentioned this to me, we're going to talk about a lady who was really desperate to retire at the end of last year while the markets were falling, understand yeah. that, and, and being nervous about that. But also you said a crazy job. <laughs> was she? Was it a job she, was she had to get away from? Or Well, yeah, this, this lady was uh, working for uh, state government in a supervisory position and, you know, in and around uh, areas that uh, related to public health. And so as you can imagine, you know, that just went completely haywire right during mm -hmm. COVID. Um, she'd been, um, so she's divorced 65 years old, living in Braintree, been working in state government for 30 plus years. And just the stress of getting through COVID, dealing with all the personal issues and with the people reporting to her, working from home at, at, you know, during the same time her father had passed away, wow. she would, she was just getting to the point where, um, and we had known her for a little bit. She was getting to the point where she said, Russ, you know, even though the markets are sort of all over the place, you know, I got to get this done, yeah. uh, this fall, this was sort of in the middle of last year. And, um, you know, in her circumstances, you know, she had some unique circumstances as well, which is not, you know, totally uncommon where 
um, she really had she had a special needs son that really needed to be provided for. So in that case, and, and, you know, we have a lot of clients who have that, like someone else that's counting on them after they're not here anymore. Yeah. And in that case, it's like, OK, we got to make sure we we have sort of a dual role for our assets. legacy was big for her. Right. One role is obviously during my lifetime, but the other is I want to grow my assets so that my son, who was going to end up with a special needs trust that could be administered by his sister, you know, will will be okay when I'm not here. And that was really concerning for her at the same time that the value of uh, some of her assets was falling substantially last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it, so it's literally like I want to ring the retirement bell. But if I but I'm petrified that if I do it and then live to regret it, you know, my you know, my son could be in, in bad shape. So that's you know, that's a pretty, you know, high stress. That was very high stress scenario for her. Can only imagine, you know, for for us, you know, obviously helping people retire when they want to or getting a view on, you know, I can retire now or what does it look like if I retire in a year or two? That's some of the most important work that we do. And, you know, for listeners out there, if you think about it, it really is great if you have a financial partner, whether it's us or somebody else who you really can look at and rely on. And, you know, they can say, hey, based upon my experience, based upon our plan to uh, navigate the Category 5 storms, our plan to not have Goliath, the IRS, you know, take too much of our money, Hmm. you can afford to retire now. That's a very important decision that I think requires a very experienced person sitting across the table from you. So in her instance, you know, the, the mission was around making sure she had adequate cash flow, making sure her son would be provided for, making sure that, again, if if the Category 2 or 3 storm from last year got worse, that she'd still be okay. And then the last piece is she really actually needed to get that special needs trust set up for her son, so really needed some estate planning. Mm-hmm. And this is the second time on this show, Dave, that we talked about estate planning. That's right. Good f- yeah. A good financial advisor can help bring in the right attorney and make sure that your financial plans and your estate plan are in, are in sync. And you don't need to have millions of dollars to have an estate no, plan. No, it, it sounds wills. rich, but you don't. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference yeah. in that and a will, quickly? I'm just, you know. You know, you know an estate plan takes into account, um, it can have uh, trust to avoid probate. People have heard about that to some extent. You know, there's important things like, you know, if you get sick, who's got your health care proxy, powers of attorney, if you're incapacitated. A lot of very important things that just need to be taken care of Mm -hmm. that a good attorney can help you with. And, you know, depending on the amount of if you're a higher net worth uh, client, you know, you may have to worry about state and federal uh, estate taxes and planning for that and integrating it with your financial planning is uh, super important. So the right the right planner can help you with that. Mm-hmm. In terms of solutions, you know what 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 we ended up implementing uh, for this lady, Dave, was a partial paycheck replacement plan for her lifetime to basically supplement her pension. Okay. So making sure that she's okay, she's got a bit of a rainy day fund for herself, and that's on the more kind of conservative end. But on the other hand. We wanted to have some pretty significant growth assets that so down the road 
that her son in this special needs trust would have substantial assets. So it's a matter of almost thinking about her and her son at the same time. Because some of her assets were down last year, we we wanted to implement a conservative safe money plan that would also allow her to benefit from a rebound. But if things were to get worse either last year or this year, that she's still in good shape. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, or, or, right. what, did you, what do you call it? The turn off the TV? <laughs> the turn off the TV plan, right. meaning, you know, you, if you have a good plan, you TV comes on, market's down 4,000 points. You look at the TV, you're like, turn that off. Right. right? I'm, I'm going to watch my Netflix show. I don't. And I think everyone out there should should be thinking, hey, at some point in the next 20, 30 years, we're going to have another 08. Sure. And when that happens and it's on TV, I want my finances and my plan to be in such a condition that I can turn off the TV. That's the right? way to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Definitely. Especially if you're already retired and because that can really get you worried when your assets are falling while you're retired. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what was great um, ultimately was, you know, I wasn't sure the exact date that she was going to retire, Dave, but I got this email from her, you know, all caps that basically said, I finally retired, right? <laughs> oh, that's, that's just great. Really, all caps you know, even. She's yeah, excited. She was so excited. And relieved and was, too. Obviously, I called her after that, but it was just great to- uh, That's perfect. It was great, great to see that actually <laughs> get done. So- I love that. Um, yeah, for folks out there, if- Managing to your specific objectives is important. Like you have unique objectives for you, whether it's around the tax side, your family, et cetera. Um, If you want a view on when you can retire, how to stay retired, how to structure your portfolio, where to draw from as you're retired, uh, do give us a call to get that complimentary second opinion, that complimentary financial plan. Let's offer that, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. And it's at 617-299-7676, 617-299-7676, and, and meet with Russ. Find out, can you retire now? What do you need to put in place to retire? 617-299-7676. Coming up, Russ will answer listener questions, and we'll tell you how you can submit yours and maybe get a $25 Dunkin' or Starbucks card. back into the conversation with Russ Hackman. This is the Wall Street Sweeper sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. They mentioned Russ's website. It's hackmanwealth.com. I always say two N's in Hackman. Hackmanwealth.com. Now, if you click the radio tab, a couple of things you can do here. First off, you can hear previous shows now in podcast form. It's available there at the website, wherever you download your podcast also, uh, The Wall Street Sweeper, uh, but at hackmanwealth.com. Also, if you click the radio tab, you can submit a question to be answered by Russ on the air. Now, if you do that and Russ answers it on the air, this is great. You get your choice of either a $25 Duncan or a Starbucks card. You cannot go wrong there. So, so again, that's at hackmanwealth.com. Click the radio tab. Let's start with Dan and Melrose. Enjoy your card, either from Starbucks or Dunkin', Dan. Here's uh, here's what Dan asked. How do I pick an advisor, and how should a financial advisor be paid? Yeah, well, that's a you know, that's a big, juicy question, Dan, right? <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> right? But, you know, obviously, there's a lot of factors. Could be but a whole show. Yeah, <laughs> so. you know, I think... One thing to realize in having an advisor is, 
at least the right kind of relationship is really in many ways a one-on-one relationship or one-on-two if you're a couple. So in other words, you're really, you know, whether you're whether your advisor is part of a bigger firm or an independent shop like ours, you know, your experience is really going to be based upon interacting with that one person. So it's really important to get to know them and to have a connection with them Mm -hmm. and really get a sense of how they work with clients. Like you talk to your clients all the time. You, you know, what if I, you know, want to text you sometime on a weekend? Like, uh, what if, um, you know, do we have reviews every three months? Do we look at my plan every three months? Like, can you kind of get a sense of how involved uh, advisors are with their clients kind of day to day? There is a lot of in our industry, like, give me your money. I'm charging you a fee. And would you please go away? (laughs) You know, you you, you mentioned, uh, would you mention big box firms? It reminds me of big box stores. And I'm not totally bashing them. There's a need for that. It's certainly convenient. But to get someone to give you that time to help you, it's a challenge sometimes. That's right. And, And I think the you know, I worked in larger firms before too, Dave, but I think, you know, the other problem with being inside a big box firm for an advisor is you basically, you know, pretty often, whether they, they, they say it or not, they've got to sell yesterday's, you know, day old bread, <laughs> you know, the financial <laughs> equivalent of, you know, the day old bread, the, yeah, the stale bagels and no one, you know, no one wants to gnaw in those days. Right. Um, you know, I think so. Look for someone you have a good one-on-one relationship. I'd say avoid bank branches and retail locations because you're getting kind of people who are less experienced generally in those locations. Um, I think it's good to ask an advisor like, hey, what, is a, what does a sample plan look like? Can you show me like a generic plan? Mm-hmm. You can ask. Do you do you know, people know to ask if someone's a fiduciary, but and I wrote this article in Forbes that is actually on our website as well, Dave, that even if someone's a fiduciary, which which I am and most people are these days, that doesn't nest that shouldn't necessarily give you as much comfort as people sometimes get. There can still be conflicts of interest with fiduciaries. Mm-hmm. So don't let, hey, I'm a fiduciary really disarm you. You also want to ask people, do they do tax planning? Can you help with estate planning? Um, and the last question that Dan was asking is, how do people get paid? And, you know, pretty often it's a percentage of assets. Um, you know, sometimes when folks use annuity or other products, those are, you know, commission products where the where the advisor is paid by the insurance company. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, um, you know, I really encourage people to, you really want to get a sense of, Hey, this is someone who's important, as important to me probably as my doctor, right? Absolutely. If they're, work, if they're working on my financial health. They mm-hmm. should be as important to me as my doctor. And, you know, are they the right person? And that, you know, that comes with, um, you know, that's hard to figure out. And obviously you want to get a sense that someone is established and knows what they're doing, has a good amount of clients and so on and so forth. So that's a 
a longer answer, but it, it, it is a great question. It, it really is. And we, you know, we, we appreciate transparency and how someone is compensated. We certainly don't begrudge them. They need to make a living, but just transparency. You mentioned the stale bagels that they are actually sold to hotels for continental breakfast. So I think that's where the stale bagels go. Oh, is that I, true? <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Seems like it. Kirk in Watertown. I'm almost 55 and between uh, my wife and they're just together. My wife and I have about 800,000 in different retirement accounts. Our our combined income is 160000 We save 20% a year currently. Retirement is something that I've always been anxious about because I grew up without a lot of money, and I have older relatives in their late 60s who have never been able to retire, or they got stuck working menial jobs just to afford groceries. My goal is to be able to walk away from work at 62 if I want to, if I choose to. How do I figure out if I'll be able to achieve that goal? Yeah, and this is, um, I mean, I was talking earlier as well, uh, Dave, one of my pay- favorite things to do is to figure out with people when they can retire and what does retirement look like uh, at 62, at 63, 64, 65. And, you know, it involves really blocking and tackling, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you can kind of tell, I think, when you're on the right track, if you are talking with an advisor about a plan and the wrong track is, hey, let's invest your assets like this, right? Is that just says, you know, we're going to invest your money and we're going to charge you a fee, right? Mm-hmm. The right track is, okay, I want to retire at 62. What's my budget? What are my sources of income? What are my assets? How am I going to allocate them to be sure that, you know, A, I'm not going to run out of money. B, I don't have this much ex- too much exposure to volatile markets, C, that I can get a return that beats inflation. D, that I've got a plan that, okay, what if we need long-term care? What if inflation is higher? Can we look at 2% inflation, 4% inflation? And by doing all of, the, all of these uh, sort of um, you know scenarios, mm-hmm. you can have a view that you have a good plan or not. Do you so, look at worst-case scenarios mainly? Absolutely. Okay, I mean, I want to look at, at scenarios case. where we have a sh- – you know, market's been down last year. Let's shock it again 20%. Are we still okay, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the kinds of things I want to look That's for good. as opposed to these statistical simulations that always tell you, you know, you got a 92% chance that you'll probably be okay. Right. Um, and anyway, for that kind of really detailed uh, discussion around if you're not yet retired or getting ready to retire, or if you are retired but want to understand the impact of different scenarios on you, you want to understand you know, better ways to allocate your assets, making sure you're paying the right amount of fees, that your returns are appropriate. Let's give folks to give us a call and get that opinion from us, that second opinion or even first opinion, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. And it's a no cost, no obligation to the next five. 617-299-7676. 617-299-7676. Coming up, Russ talks about financial house cleaning to start the year. to the close of the show and always like they, uh, the the way we close it out, a, a general conversation, but a productive conversation with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners here on the Wall Street Sweeper. 
sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. You know, Russ, I'm always more productive if I do a, a checklist, like a to-do list. I, I, then you right. get into checking things off, and, and that's actually what you're going to do here to close out the show. A, a quick checklist of items just to make sure that our financial house is in order. Well, yeah, you know, and I, I actually I read somewhere that, you know, if you're really sort of a kind of an order freak that if you actually create a checklist and you and you put on the list something you already did that day uh-huh. and then check it off that really makes you kind of an order freak and you know oh. you can you sort of think about that yeah i already did that you know what kind of, i have right? been guilty of that because <laughs> exactly. i just want to make a bigger list of things i've done <laughs> <laughs> exactly but in terms of like okay you know, we, I get asked this question a lot. Okay, Russ, it's the beginning of the year. What should I be doing to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure my house is in order here? You know, it's a nice time of year to do financial housekeeping as opposed to like, you know, spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the number one thing is really, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record around here, but, you know, number one is do you have a plan that addresses the big six retirement risks? Yeah, needs to right? be said. Are you sure that you're going to have enough income at 90, 95 years old? I mean, couples have, you know, a given couple that's in their 60s has a 50% chance that someone's going to make it to 95, a 20% chance someone's going to make it to 100. So are you sure that with inflation and everything that you're, you know, you'll have adequate cash flow? One of the big risks, you know, are you, you know, if the markets drop in half, like happens in a cat five storm, are you going to be okay? Or, you know, would it be a lot worse version of last year, right? Do you have a plan to reduce your taxes uh, or keep your taxes under control? Keep Uncle Sam's slice of your IRAs and and retirement plans as small as possible. Um, You know, so, you know, what if inflation is higher? You know, these are all the risks that we we think should be addressed in Mm -hmm. a good plan, Dave. Uh, So, I mean, that's kind of... Checklist number one, um, you know, checklist number two is like, okay, do I have the right partner to work with me? Um, you know, and I think some people look at 2022 and be like, yeah, it was a tough year. But, you know, I still think everyone needs that second opinion and not to be lulled in complacency if we get a month or two of good markets. In fact, you know, a month or two of good markets might give us the opportunity to recoup some of our losses and put ourselves in a better position to be in great shape during the next category five storm. So as we wrap up the show here, Dave, let's give folks a final opportunity to call in, get on our calendar, come in for a complimentary plan and second opinion. Let's offer that, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more. Another opportunity to get on Russ's schedule, 617-299-7676. It's 617-299-7676. Check the website. I actually did a little test. Even if you don't put two N's in Hackman, it goes, takes you to the right place. That's hackmanwealth.com. And we'll see you next week on The Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman and Claire Hare are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare, and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed.
Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Index or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of compensation and or other compensation, such as a percentage of organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A Item 4, for additional information.